What's going on? Welcome back to another episode of Can of Heaven. As always, before I start, I'd like to start by saying that I apologize for any noises in the background in advance or anything of that nature. If I pop my S's, my T's, my P's, my Q's a little too harshly, I apologize. And as always, before I start, let me just state this disclaimer that these are for entertainment purposes only. Take everything that I say with a grain of salt. I am not in your life. I am not in your shoes. With that being said, I believe in your ability to be your own person, to do your own research, to come to your own conclusions, to make your own decisions, and to have your own answers. And in today's episode, I just want to talk and talk about the way that I see certain ideas. And this is obviously how I see things, and if you want to, um, you know have your own idea of the same things always do your own research like i said these are for entertainment purposes only and i by no means i am here to say that i know better than anybody else because i don't and by no means am i saying that these are what they are and that it is what it is because it's not and before i start i have a discord channel if you guys want to directly ask directly ask me questions or just have ideas that you want to hear me talk about or anything of that nature really and the link to the discord channel is in my instagram bio and my instagram bio is in the description here so if you're interested in that it's only two clicks really it sounds a lot more complicated than it is but if that's something you're interested in I really, really encourage you to go do that because I'm going to be posting pictures of, for example, I post pictures of things that I have written down in my notebooks and I'm going to try to post pictures of me and my guests if my guests don't mind having their picture taken or if I use a picture that um, they use for work or something. And before I start, let me also state that I'm uploading Monday and Friday at 8 p.m. Mountain Time. And yeah, this is a can of heaven. Thank you, my babies, for tuning in and tapping in. If you're new or returning, thank you. So, in today's episode, I want to talk about something that I've been thinking about lately. And something that I've been thinking about is this road that... People seem to, like, I don't know, this road of, like, your egotistical thinking or, like, the logistics or the logical side of your brain rather than the creative side of your brain. And when I looked down at the timestamp, it was 3-1-2. So, the way that we think logically really impacts the... I want to say the impact that we make on our own world. Like, if you really don't think that you have any control over your life, then your life will continue to be out of your control, or at least feel that way. Or if you feel really worried because of a lack of something in your life, like a lack of... It could be as small as a lack of pen or paper, or as big as a lack of ideas and a lack of motivation 
or a lack of self-love. And for most people, they think of those two things very opposite, which I also think is the logical side of your brain. You want to really never have to worry about what's going on inside of you and internally, because what's going on outside of you seems to really demand your attention, right? Like, you have to pay your bills. That is something that demands your attention, and it's immediate. Versus if, I don't know, you stub your toe, and you're like, oof, that really hurt. It's something that you just kind of like, oof, that hurt, and then you get over it and you move past it. But... I want to take it into this context where you're really going to understand what I mean by, you know, that most people live out of their logical way of being. And I think the logical way of being is your masculine way of being because the masculine part of you is the go-getter and it's the one that's like, okay, what's going to make the most sense? What can I do that will be the most efficient route? And your masculine's always on, like, go. Go mode. Like, go, 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 go. And it never stops. And the feminine side of you is, like, the side that does stop and that does slow down to enjoy everything. To enjoy the one piece of paper you have left. Or the one pen that you have left. Or to sit down and just be in silence for a little bit. Or the side of you that makes up really funny, creative things on the spot, like, really spontaneous and quick and very witty. And so the route that I want to take this in is just kind of explaining what my train of thought has been about recently with me reading these books about karma and about um, personality traits and me being in an, in an environment where I'm around people who do psychology, people who do therapy, people who do all types of psychoanalyzing things. So the things that I've been thinking about, obviously these people cannot really talk about what it's like to be a therapist without kind of stopping themselves because you need to go to school for certain things and I feel like it's very hard from your point of view to explain your career. And not only that, but I also don't really try to go into detail with these people who do psychoanalyzing on other people because it's confidential, like confid confidentiality. That they have with their patients. So I feel like if I ask them about their careers, which I can do surface level, but I'm somebody who likes to dig and dig and dig. So I really haven't dug with those people, but what I have been circulating around these ideas about is more so of like, how does karma play into your psyche? How does the thoughts and emotions and the cycles that we play, how does that really play into your life as a human being and as an individual? And are these things such as um, spiritual routes and spiritual ideas, are they really looked at as taboo because 
people won't admit to themselves that they do hold a level of control versus saying that their life is out of their hands. And for the most part, most people would say that their life is a series of choices that they've made, right? Like you either choose to go to college or you choose to go to work and you choose to either have a family, you choose to have a partner or you choose to be single or you choose to drive to work or have a car or sometimes people will say well that's not really a choice if I don't have the money to spend then I don't have the money to spend and some people will choose to play to play the role of like they don't have control right and everything is a series of your choices so me looking at what I've created and how I've gotten here. How did I even get here? Is what I've been thinking about lately. And the reason that there's so much context is because I wanted you to see my thought process up until now. Like, how did I get to this moment? And what made the um, question, what provoked the question of how did I get here? And I think... Just like anybody, I got here through a series of forks in the road and I made a decision when the fork was shown to me. And sometimes the same ones will show up. Like, if you don't have a car, that's a constant fork. Like, I can get a car, but I don't have a car. So which route do I want to continue to take? Do I continue not having a car or should I change it up and get a car? And... I think that there's a piece of me that was kind of doing stuff for the looks of it. Like, there was a part of me that was being a good person and helping people because I liked to do it. But not only because I liked to do it, but because I wanted to be known as a good person. Rather than to be known as a bad person. But I think that being a bad person has its own strength to it like you can't always please everybody and I kind of gotten to that point where I'm like okay not everybody not that they are not my friends but it's like not everybody has to see me in this perfect shining glowing light like I don't have to be perfect for everybody and the best thing that I can do for myself is be perfect for me and choose me and choose the authentic side of what I want to do in those certain moments where things fork, right? Like, I can choose to buy apple juice for my whole community because they want apple juice, or I can choose to buy myself orange juice because I myself love orange juice. And it's kind of like those moments in your everyday scenarios where it's kind of like, okay, how can I choose me again and again? And when I'm choosing me, it feels good because I feel my self-love. And I feel the self-respect that I'm gaining for myself in every single interaction. And I was talking recently with my mentor about how can I show up and respect myself more. More and more each day. How do I do that? How is there, or better yet, is there a structure 
for me to follow? Or is there a way to make it graspable because I don't know where to start? And she basically told me, okay, well, show up for yourself. And that means when people are annoying you or people are pissing you off, it means you say something. But you don't scream at them and you don't start arguments. It's more so like, okay, that's how you feel. Thank you for your opinion, but I didn't ask. And kindly do things that will, like, show up for myself. And obviously that was kind of like a very striking one, but it's kind of like really compassionate responses that are compassionate towards the other person, but also get my point across. Like, I don't have to listen to you. And it's kind of like having the truth that is my truth, if that makes sense. Like, the only person that's going to feel my feelings is me. So how can I show up when those feelings arise? And for a long time, I kind of... Not that I ran away from my anger, but I thought that repressing my anger was a good thing. Because it was shown to me as a kid that if I wasn't um, happy, then to not show up. If that makes sense. Like, to repress all the feelings other than happiness because the only people, or the only times people want to see me for me is when I'm happy. And so, I kind of learned through that moment of coming to that realization that, you know, I don't have to repress my emotions, use those emotions as a direction. And when I fork in the road and I have... A moment of like, okay, I have to decide right here, right now. Do I want to say something to this person? Or do I want to brush it off? And for the most part, I've been brushing the things that bother me off. Because I figured, pick and choose my battles. And for the most part, I feel like most of the battles that happen in life are really not that serious. Even if they are really serious, like the only things that would probably I'd consider serious are things where people are like about to fight. And I feel like that's the point where it gets serious versus if you accidentally sweep my shoes, which is like very taboo in my culture. And I'm like, like, what are you doing? Watch where you're going. You know what I mean? I just say, oh, no. Most of the time, people apologize when they do something to me. And I feel like the only times that I should really say something is when they don't apologize. And for the most part, everybody apologizes. So I kind of just, like, let it go because I'm like, oh, they said sorry. And whether or not they really, really mean it, I don't really care. Just because I'm like, if you mean it, you're, you know, making amends. And if you don't mean it... I'm going to know in an energetic level. Like, I'm going to understand that you aren't really sorry. That you just say sorry to say sorry. And I've had a lot of experience with those type of people where they're just like, oh, sorry. Like, it's their first instinct reaction to say sorry when they mess up. Rather than to be like, oh, you know what? I'm so sorry. Next time, that's not going to happen because I won't allow it to happen. And there won't be a next time. 
and people who really take accountability for themselves is another kind of fork where I realize, okay, the people who don't take accountability, I don't need their sorries. And with me not needing their sorries, it kind of moves me forward because I'm like, okay, you don't care to take accountability. And I'm not going to force you to take accountability because you're a grown person and you can handle your own shit. And I don't need to carry your shit for you and be mad because you don't take accountability. And I've also come into this, I had always kind of, not always, but like for the past year, I realized what conditional love was and what unconditional love is. And I've been doing my best to give unconditional love to everybody, but mainly give it to myself. So like when I do have these emotions arise, it doesn't mean that these emotions are bad, right? Like anger is not a bad thing. And sadness is not a bad thing. And for a long time, I looked at them as though they were this evil creature that lives inside of me that I have to slowly kill and get rid of, to put it like in the most extreme terms. And I got to this point where I'm like, you know what, this creature is just misunderstood. And anger is something that I really misunderstood for a ex like extensive amount of time. And the sadness that I also felt. And that goes for any really, like, quotation marks, negative emotion. Because there's no such thing as a negative emotion. It's just what we attach that too, right? Like, it, for me, my anger is something that I look down at. And for you, it might be sadness or it might be anxiety or something like that. You know what I mean? So, like, it's all about what you give. And I feel like from reading the books that I have been reading, it's gotten me to a point where I'm like, oh, anger is just a moment of, like, I'm really clear on what I want and this thing or this scenario is not giving me exactly what I want, which is the clarity that I'm feeling, which is anger. I get angry because things are not going the way that I perfectly envisioned it to go. And because of that, I know where the vision is. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like if I shined a flashlight, that's anger. My anger is a direct line to what I'm looking at. And it's kind of like, I had this friend who used to like have um, a hacked version of Hulu on his phone. And when it would buffer, he would get so angry that he would throw his phone across the room. And just witnessing that, I'm like, why? But at the same time, it's like, he clearly wanted that video to play. And it started buffering. A.K.A. anger, right? His anger arose. And when you have that anger, a lot of people don't know what to do with it. And me, myself included. Like, I don't know how to direct that flashlight to something that's going to be useful and beneficial towards my life. So I kind of have been meditating using... Um, one of the techniques that the books has for specifically anger and finding out, okay, well, I'm angry about the situation, but the only reason that I'm angry about the situation is because I wanted it to go like this. 
and it's not going like this. So what does that say about the execution, about my clarity? It's like I was very clear on having, you know, I don't know, a blue marker. And when I wrote on the page, it was red. And it's kind of like, okay, I know where my clarity stands. My clarity is, I wanted it to go this way and it didn't go that way. So what can I do now? I can either try to continue with this error or I can use my clarity and be like, okay, let me pause for a little bit and reflect and try to find a good balance to this because I won't really resolve what has just happened, right? Like if I am angry because I chose this blue marker, but when I opened the cap and wrote on the page, it was red. I can't change that. I can't erase that. It's permanent. It's there. So what can I do from that moment? And clarity is a... Or better yet, anger is a way for you to pause and reflect. And most people don't pause and reflect. They get defensive immediately. And I have been one of those people, which is why I know that. And so... Kind of knowing that anger is clarity has allowed me to pause in those moments and be like, you know what? Do I want to pick this battle? Or do I want to let it go? And say, you know what? Thank you for giving me this interaction, this fork in the road, because it forced me to choose even when I didn't want to choose. And because I was forced to choose, I had no other option but to do it as quick as possible. And doing something repeated, repeat, rep, repetitively, my um, discombobulated, doing something continuously and repetitively will enable it to be a subconscious thought at one point. So the fact that I'm choosing to kind of like let things go, eventually I'm really not going to care when people do things that quotation marks are really serious but in those moments of things being extremely serious I'll be able to sit there and be like is this a battle that I want to choose right now or is it just something that I'm gonna eventually have to let go just like most things so what do I want to do right now and I think for a long time I was really only running away from my anger because I wanted to be looked at like the good person rather than to actually acknowledge how I feel and what it means to even be a good person. Like, what does that mean? It means you do things, quotation marks, good things, just because, even when nobody's looking. And to get yourself to that point is very difficult because it takes a lot of strength and it takes a lot of willpower and it takes a lot of courage and overall it just takes a lot of discipline and i've been getting to this point where i'm like okay the discipline part of me is really getting there like i'm getting to this point where i like today i woke up i told myself i was gonna go for a run and i got up and i went for a run and you know a couple weeks back i told myself that i was gonna get up the next day to work out and the next day i got up and i worked out and I told myself that I wasn't going to be eating as heavily as I am just because I don't like how much my weight fluctuates and 
Not that gaining weight is a bad thing, but my weight either goes up dramatically or it goes down dramatically. And I'm trying to find a balance of like, okay, how much can I eat on a regular basis that will be enough to sustain my weight and will also be enough to make me feel full and that I don't want to continuously go back for more food or go find something that tastes good because the majority of the times I just eat for the taste rather than to eat for sustenance. And that brings me back full circle to what I had started on, which is the masculine side of you is the go-getter. And the feminine side of you is the one that slows down enough to recognize what it needs to work on in the first place. And I think because I've been able to slow down and feel and be in that feminine energy where I'm like, okay, I need to take care of myself. What am I not doing right now? And then use my masculine energy to go out and execute. And I've been in this like flip and flip and flip and flip like a pancake, just flipping and flipping and flipping and flipping. And because I'm able to flip so easily, it's put me in the state of like, kind of like being able to deal with things that I would not have been able to deal with. Like recently I went through some stuff with my family where it was probably one of the heavier things that I've dealt with in a long time. And I just kind of like got to the point and I'm not gonna lie, I did have a moment or two where I was like, you know what, like I need to break down because this is recent, this just happened. And it feels very, or better yet, I felt at the time very helpless. Like there was nothing I can do and nothing that the world could do. Like it was done. And it was just like a very hopeless feeling. And I felt my feelings and then I got to a point where I got up, right? My feminine was like, okay, I need to feel this. Because I need to understand what's going on and how to process what I'm feeling. What is my feeling showing me? What is hopelessness really showing me? And it was showing me the, the egotistical viewpoint that I had about the situation. It was showing me this overly masculine energy that I've always existed in. Where I just want to logically maneuver through my feelings instead of actually feeling them and not crying and not getting sad and only feeling the quotation marks the good ones and so I kind of like sat and allowed myself to cry and felt what I needed to feel and then I took the clarity that I gained from the situation and I was like you know what it took me a long time to see this but I see it for what it is and I'm not gonna turn a blind eye to what happened and I'm not gonna just sit here and act like nothing happened and that everything is okay because clearly it's not and I've always been one to kind of like move on and brush things off like I said and so that kind of allowed me for a moment of like okay this is a moment that I have to pause sit and reflect and see how do I want to go about this do I want to confront this head-on or should I just let this be its own thing 
Like, I don't have control over the situation. And what happened already happened. So, what can I do to move forward? And the best thing that I found was to allow myself to be in this energy of like, okay, how can I move towards love? Rather than to move towards separation and hate and just moving forward because I want to move forward. But rather than to like actually go into it and go through, physically go through what happened. And to physically use my emotions to go through that life event. And so I spent a long time getting to this place of like, okay, let me get into a state of gratitude and better yet, it doesn't feel like I've um, enough gratitude at the moment just because of how fresh everything was for me. So I moved into a place of like, okay, I love, period. Like, I can love even when things like this are happening. And I can direct my love towards just everybody in the every single sentient being because that will help me know that I'm doing something good even if nobody's seeing this. And who do I want to be right now? Do I want to choose to be this angry you know, Joker character in the movie, right? That is my existence. Because no one's seeing the character that I'm playing, right? Like, I could be a shitty person for all you know, or I could be a really good person for all you know. And nobody knows what I do behind closed doors except for me. So in that moment, it made me choose, okay, what do I want to do with this information? Do I want to continue to hold it and have it on my chest weighing me down? Or do I want to move through it and be like, you know what? Shit happens. And when shit happens and when shit hits the ceiling, I move towards love. And I move into love. And I move into a state of peace and clarity. And even when I get angry, because it was one of those moments of like helplessness and anger. I was like, the only reason I'm angry is because I know that I would not have handled the same situation like that and who knows maybe I would have and I have a lot of compassion for you know the people involved and the whole situation in general but then I go into this full circle um kind of moment where I'm like okay the real reason that you know I have um I guess, gratitude for that event that happened is because I'm in this state of balance where I'm flipping back and forth from the masculine to the feminine because you kind of only can focus on one thing at a time. So, unless you have ADHD, which you're focusing on way too many things at once. But I tried to focus on that energy, like, okay, my feminine energy right now is going to feel this and then after I figure out what I want to do with it my masculine is going to take range and it's going to take charge of what we do with this energy because I'm going to have energy from this and from what I'm feeling so what do I want to do with that energy do I want to move it into a place where it gives me motivation to like go out and walk 
or does it give me creative motivation or does it give me you know what does it give me what can i look at that will help me does it give me a state of bliss or peace and also i apologize for the wind because i know that's probably really bad and so i come in full circle just by explaining that the egotistical side of me was like okay I want to be a good person for the fact of being a good person. And then when times got rough, it, was I really going to lean into being a good person? Or was I going to go back to my old ways and just be shitty and angry and close everybody out? And to just be unhappy and pretend like I don't have any control over what's happening? Or was I going to lean into love? And was I going to be this genuinely good person behind closed doors? Because nobody sees the struggles that I deal with. Like, no one is going to sleep right next to me, and no one has a camera in my face to record every second so they don't miss when I'm being a shitty person. And so in those moments of, like, experiencing a really shitty event, what did I choose? And to for me to, like, sit down and slow down enough to realize that, holy crap, like, I'm really choosing to do this good thing even when the the camera's off. And it felt really good for kind of like... I guess the egotistical side of me was like, Oh my god, I'm doing really good, you know? But it was also that self-love of like being really proud of myself and being really proud of the fact that I chose to do something even when nobody saw, right? Like it's kind of like if you're in the small streets... Do you really use the blinkers all the time or do you just say, oh, well, no one's there, so I don't really need to use it? You know what I mean? And for some people, they're like, oh, I'm not going to choose to use the blinkers. And I'm like, I'm using the blinkers every single time because I obey the law. And not that it's that serious, but... Like, to me, being a good person is that serious. Like, in my book, I feel like it's the best thing that you could do. And it's what makes me feel proud of myself. And it's what makes me feel happy. Like, cheesily, I am, like, a kid and very innocent. And what I find to give me peace and to give me gratitude is stuff like that. Like, I just want to be a good person, genuinely. And I don't want to do things just to do things. I don't want to do things to be a trendy person. I don't want to do things because other people are doing them. I want to do things because I really, truly want to do them. And so I really have moments where I need to slow down and ask myself, like, what do I really want to do? And that was one of those moments. And I was really, really grateful for the way that it turned out. Because I was like, you know what, like, I'm really doing the things. And I'm really slowing down enough to care about whether or not I'm a good person and I've slowed down enough to recognize that you know what I actually am and I'm really grateful for that moment anyways I think that's where I end this and just because it's gone like extensively over like I usually never go into 30 minutes so this one was extremely long, and I apologize for that, but, you know, rants are what they are. It is what it is. Anyways, hope that you enjoyed this, and as always, these are for entertainment purposes only, so always do your own research, okay? Okay, and 
as always, I hope that you have a good day, good night, whenever you're listening, and I'll see you in the next one. Peace.